Hey rippers, are you learning how to surf? But are you a beginner or a big old kook? There is a difference, you know. And since there's many ways to kook it, you should stick around and learn a few things. Because if you don't know, let me tell you right now that surfers love to spot a kook. But don't get all stressed about it, because everyone kooks it once in a while. And that's the reason for the podcast. Because the more you know, the less you'll kook it. So bust out your swimmies and get ready to learn. The KookCast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom one episode at a time. And hopefully offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris. And I'm Coach Ev. And we started the surf coaching and education resource, thesurfcontinuum.com. And today we get to talk about one of those few times that we actually didn't fully kook it and we, we made it happen and we, we got our first tube. Cheers, brother. Cheers to that. Woo! First tubes. Super excited to chat about this one. I don't remember my first tube. <laughs> it was more like right, an evolution. Right. right, we were talking about that, how I, I remembered it so vividly and you, you didn't, you know? Like there's just so many so many near makes and so many chandeliers that you actually kind of got through and then were pointed out towards the beach and then fell off. Do you call that a make? Like right, right. things. Okay, so the thing I do for sure remember, one of the most distinct memories of getting tubed and trying to get tubed was a session I had, you know, with my buddy, shout out, Baby Sal. He's got his own episode, go check that one out. And uh, I don't know what got into us, you know, we just went out there trying to get tubed. I mean, the wind was offshore, so, you know, the wave was there. Definitely wasn't big enough to actually get tubed and come out. But it was the first, like, visual of that thin lip stretching out over your head, but not touching you, and then enclosing you in this barrel, in a tube Mm -hmm. of water. Of course, a moment later we're just getting spun and rocked yeah. but like we were coming up just claiming it so hard freaking out absolutely losing our minds you know like oh my god i saw the tube that's what it is oh i can't believe it and then for the rest of the session all we did was paddle in on our bellies to like try and make it a little further along in the tube or or uh, or just get a little bit more of a vision you know mm-hmm. but that's for sure my first memory of like trying to pull in and um, and then from then on, just trying to do it any chance I got, but fully getting hit in the head by crumbling sections that were not tube sections. Right. You know, like the whole journey of learning what is a tube section in the first place, or what should you be, you know, like, and when to pull in. It was just, it was so long that I honestly don't remember or know what was the first time. Right. I guess like boogie and when we were when we were growing up in boogieing, I mean that's like kind of the main the main thing that you do on a boogie is pull into the tube because you're already down so low and you, it's so easy to like slide down a very steep face and then just set your rail just enough and stay really small and pull into like the tiniest little tubes. Let alone when when it's full shore pound like top to bottom and you're just pulling in every single time. I mean that's we were so into that. We were so into getting beat up and and pulling into these, you know, sand suckers that when when the lip landed, it would pull all the water off and 
basically you'd be dry docked on the sand. Maybe there's a couple inches of water under there, but it almost always ended with you just like laying on your boogie on the ocean floor and then just getting ripped off and blown up. Um, and, and obviously it was a lot bigger deal once we started doing that, but that was, that was our foundation. You know, we took, as soon as we were surfing and we could actually like catch waves and drop in, if it was tubing, that's what we were doing as well. We were mm -hmm. going back to our boogie skills and staying super low and just dropping into closeouts and, and losing it, you know, it, but it was, it was always tough because you just see like pros all the time on like mediocre days and they're like pulling in the tubes coming flying out left and right you know let alone a video section where they're just they found good tubing waves and they're coming out every time i just remember getting so many tubes and never coming out right. never not once not even really close right right and then finally um, it was right around that after that summer that we shaped our own boards. I wasn't on a sh my own self-shaped stick when I got this wave, but it was in the summertime and we had been frequenting this San Clemente beach break that was just so fruitful that summer. So many good waves. We put a lot of time in over the years there and we've been out on days that it was fully tubing and totally makeable and still, still never got one. And then I just remember it was an afternoon session. There was quite a few people out and I ended up being just deeper than everybody on, on this one. It was all lefts for the most part. And I just, I was deeper than everybody and further out and this bomb came right to me. And I just like, I knew what to do. I think it was finally like I got the wave, like a clean wave that other people weren't battling me for so I could just focus on the job at hand. And I dropped in on my backhand, everything went super smooth and I just saw the whole thing like doing that elbow, that, that kink that you, you get on a tube that's much more makeable like and that you really see the exit so clearly. When it's that long draining one that's running away from you, it's so much harder to like keep your eye on the prize. But when it does that little bend, I remember it doing that little bend and then I dropped in and I like went out into the flats and I did like one big off the bottom like not a bottom turn but just like a big pump off the bottom and just pulled up into the mid face position and then just got down low grabbed my rail and the thing fully super launched all the way over me and then that was like a newfound feeling in the tube where there was so much visual of of clean blue air like right out there it was so close and i was so dead set on it i'm like i'm coming out of this one and everybody was on the shoulder like hooting kind of paddling up the face and i was totally deep and the lip landed like way out in front of me and it kind of huckabucked me but i stayed on and then it totally spat and totally spat me out and I was like still I was so scared <laughs> to fall off that I was just like gripping onto my rail and just held on and it blew me out under the shoulder 
And then I remember the beach, like it was a summer day and there was, there was a bunch of people on the beach just screaming, hooting, hands up. And then I remember just like putting my hands up and just like falling back in the water. <laughs> I did it. Yeah, I finally did it. I'm not I, a virgin anymore. <laughs> Uh, and some of the boys were out the back and I just they they knew by the the reaction on the beach they knew by my reaction that like I finally got it I finally got the one that that was gonna just be set in the history books as as my first real make and I was so stoked that it was like a real tube you know oh hell yeah and that's that sets the pace now once you've done it once you know that's it You'll do it again, yeah. you know, and it just gets easier and easier and you know what to look for. It felt like I was at Pipeline. It felt like the, the <laughs> whole stage and everything, the wave, the people cheering for me on the beach. They were going like, to cheer you up the beach when you came in. <laughs> I'll never forget it. I loved it so much and it's kept us hunting this whole time ever since. Uh, there's something so special about, your, you know, the first tube and, and the, it never gets old. Fuck, yeah, that's, that is special. So, okay, so hearing your story kind of elicits a little memories. After that session me and Sal had, I remember actually talking to his older brother and being like, whoa, we were getting tubed, we were getting tubed. And of course he asked like, did you make it out? No, oh, so you weren't getting tubed, man. Right. You know, you were pulling into closeouts. <clears throat> so it was like, oh, okay, all right. So, and I, I remember one piece of advice he gave me that I still use for people in any situation was don't fall off your board. And it was like, well, yeah, no shit. But when he, the way he said it made me realize that it's true. You kind of, you mentally bail on waves a lot of times, especially in the tube. You just see, or you think you see the end coming and you just kind of like collapse or fall off, you know? And so he's like, just stay on your board. Just try to keep standing no matter what. And I remember like kind of taking that with me for a while and starting to learn how to track in the tube now mm -hmm. now I was making a section or two you know if it was right. the right wave of course you know this is not to speak about the waves that weren't tubing at all and I just let them hit me right in the head <laughs> but the ones that did do it I was tracking along and I wouldn't fall down until the wave just closed me out and compressed me or whatever and uh, that was a super valuable piece of advice and I still use it for people who are learning how to set their rail and like a little white water makes them just roll off you know it's yeah like, don't fall until the wave knocks you off you know, don't mentally bail. That's what I call it. I like yeah, that. You know, you're mentally just like, oh, I can't do it. I'm out of here. The white water touched me. I'm done. <laughs> so now I do remember, okay, so one of my earliest tubes, not my first, but one of my earliest that was a similar story. And it was like, it was really special because it was one of my favorites still up until this day. And I just was having a great day of like, finally starting to figure out getting tubed. Mm -hmm. And up in, I, I know for sure up until this point I had gotten tubed before, but it wasn't a consistent thing. I, I still didn't have my head wrapped around how to do it or when I could do it and, and I, I just couldn't see it and make it happen together. So my this one day I'm just having an all-time session for me, pulling into tubes and coming out of them, trying to get deeper, learning how to take off deeper so I don't even have to slow down. I can actually try to go fast because I'm so deep and mm -hmm. all this but one of the most like still one of my favorite tube stories is this one time I was on this day having a great time and someone dropped in on me while I was in the tube and I'm kind of like pumping along and I'm watching this all go down and I'm seeing this person drop in and I'm like oh no 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 
and without it was not me at all i know that for a fact i come flying out of the tube just as this person is making the drop and i like naturally veer away from them and and just always prepared to fall like knowing i'm going down but i didn't i veered away from them and they fell and i was still standing and then the wave was setting up again i was like oh shit i pulled back up into the wave like kind of like what you said like a pump up back into my line mm -hmm. and got a second tube on the same wave. I was like, no shit, and came out of that. Oh man, and that was like so special because it was again reiterating that don't mentally bail. You know, like keep standing. Don't fall until the wave knocks you off. Right. The wave knocks you off or some kook knocks you off. <laughs> and uh, while I was paddling back out, I heard some guy saying like, hey man, I, I think there was some guy on that wave in the tube behind you. And the other guy was like, oh really? Yeah, someone did go around me. He was in the tube. And I was just like, oh, yeah, that was me. And I was just so proud of myself. And that was a breakthrough day and getting tubed and just seeing how it works. But damn, I wish I could remember my first one. I'm sure I was pumped. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure you were losing it. Or maybe it's just because I thought I got tubed so many times before it. Yeah. <laughs> and it was not tubed. Right. I was just delusional. Yeah, just tricks to the trade, like figuring out how to, how to set up your body. And again, like you were saying, like, you know, for one, don't mentally bail, and then two, just like keeping your eyes open. Ooh, you know, yeah. a lot of uh, uh, on your your backhand. So many times, like I've been I've been dropping in a steep backhand wave, and like your head's already kind of like being forced down almost because you're like taking such a steep drop. It's so hard to like. It feels like gravity and everything is pulling your head down, and then the epiphany I've had is just like learning how to just like pick up your head and keep it up and looking keep your eyes open and like really looking f f for the light you yes. know for the light see the exit stay Focus there on it. I remember this there's a great shot in one of the surfers journal of Peter Townsend and he's like threading one of those long sand tubes and Oz and he has his like front hand just like sticking out of the tube just pointing directly and his back hands like cocked back and it, it looks pretty killer he, uh, obviously he's a super style master and then the little caption was Jerry Lopez that was Jerry Lopez's um, little gift of advice to me was just keep that front hand pointing directly to the you know, wherever, if, if it's high, if it's low, if it's out and towards the beach, keep that front hand, your lead hand to, to steer you out of the, to steer you out of the tube. And so I've been trying, you know, little, little things like whatever, you know, whatever helps me break out, back out into the, you know, into the light. I'm all about that. Hell yeah. That's, that's such a good one. And like open your eyes <clears throat> for sure, because I, I definitely remember pulling into tubes and then closing my eyes for a long time yep. and and somebody finally caught me and was like dude you got open your eyes like you gotta force yourself to keep your eyes open and uh yeah that was a, another step in the whole journey of learning how to get tubed like no shit you gotta keep your eyes open and look where you're going but i do remember that that advice from jerry lopez and i don't know where i saw it i didn't see it and was that surfer's journal you said i didn't see it there i think i heard it and, and they like just follow that hand, like point it to the exit and then follow your hand out. Well, you read his book, so it might oh, have been. Oh, that's true, yeah, maybe it was there. He's always been regarded as the, as the tube master, you know, and the style master, so basically anything he's got. 
to hand down, we'll take it. Right, one of the pioneers of like absolutely just owning pipeline, you know, when it was considered, I mean, it's still a totally dangerous and scary wave, but now like 13 year olds are out there surfing it. There was a time where it was just like, is this wave surfable? Look how concave that thing gets. Can we get our board in it in time and set a rail? And he was one of the guys that not only did that, but made it look like beautiful, stylish and easy. Unbelievable, yeah, to riding the pinnacle. Well, that's what like stokes me out like for surfing well into my later years in life is is like that the most simple thing in surfing like just getting to like that's that's what the masters are after they stop like worrying about doing big snaps and off the tops and cutbacks and things like taking super late drops and they just get on a bigger board stroke in on the outside, cruise through all the other sections, just set up the tube section, just stand there, get spat out, and that's that's the best thing that you can do in surfing. I think that's all I'm really after anymore. <laughs> <clears throat> well, if you're not subscribed to the KookCast or keeping your eyes open in the tube, you are kooking it. <laughs> get on your favorite podcast directory and subscribe and uh, come on press those star buttons I feel like that's so easy just press it press the stars five us up boom 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 we'll catch you next week all right you guys Woo-hoo. Yeah.